0: CHAPTER SIX OF UNSPOKEN SERMONS, SERIES THREE. THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. RECORDING BY DAVID BALDWIN. UNSPOKEN SERMONS BY GEORGE MACDONALD. Kingship. Art thou a king, then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. John chapter 18, verse 37. Pilate asked Jesus if he is a king. The question is called forth by what the Lord had just said concerning his kingdom, closing with the statement that it was not of this world. He now answers Pilate that he is a king indeed, but shows him that his kingdom is of a very different kind from what is called kingdom in this world. The rank and rule of this world are uninteresting to him. He might have had them. Calling his disciples to follow him and his twelve legions of angels to help them, he might soon have driven the Romans into the abyss, piling them on the heap of nations they had tumbled there before. What easier for him than thus to have cleared the way, and over the tributary world reigned the just monarch that was the dream of the Jews, never seen in Israel or elsewhere, but haunting the hopes and longings of the poor and their helpers? He might from Jerusalem have ruled the world, not merely dispensing what men call justice, but compelling atonement. He did not care for government. No such kingdom would serve the ends of his Father in heaven, or comfort his own soul. What was perfect empire to the Son of God, while he might teach one human being to love his neighbor and be good like his Father? To be love helper to one heart, for its joy and the glory of his father was the beginning of true kingship. The Lord would rather wash the feet of his weary brothers than be the one, only perfect monarch that ever ruled in the world. It was empire he rejected when he ordered Satan behind him like a dog to his heel. Government, I repeat, was to him flat, stale, unprofitable. What then is the kingdom over which the Lord cares to reign? For he says he came into the world to be a king. I answer, a kingdom of kings, and no other. Where every man is a king, there and there only does the Lord care to reign in the name of his Father. As no king in Europe would care to reign over a cannibal, a savage, or an animal race, so the Lord cares for no kingdom over anything this world calls a nation. A king must rule over his own kind. Jesus is a king in virtue of no conquest, inheritance, or election, but in right of essential being. And he cares for no subjects but such as are his subjects in the same right. His subjects must be of his own kind, in their very nature and essence, kings. To understand his answer to Pilate, see wherein consists his kingship, what it is that makes him a king. What manifestation of his essential being gives him a claim to be king? The Lord's is a kingdom in which no man seeks to be above another. Ambition is of the dirt of this world's kingdoms. He says, I am a king, for I was born for the purpose. I came into the world with the object of bearing witness to the truth. Everyone that is of my kind, that is, of the truth, hears my voice. He is a king like me and makes one of my subjects." Pilate thereupon, as would most Christians nowadays, instead of setting about being true, request a definition of truth, a presentation to his intellect in set terms of what the word truth means. But instantly, whether confident of the uselessness of the inquiry, or intending to resume it when he has set the Lord at liberty, goes out to the people to tell them he finds no fault in him, whatever interpretation we put on his action here he must be far less worthy of blame than those christians who instead of setting themselves to be pure even as he is pure to be their brother and sister's keeper and to serve god by being honorable in shop and counting house and labor market proceed to serve him some by going to church or chapel some by condemning the opinions of their neighbors some by teaching others what they do not themselves heed neither pilots nor they ask the one true question how am i to be a true man how am i to become a man worth being a man the lord is a king because his life the life of his thoughts of his imagination of his will of every smallest action is true True first to God, in that he is altogether his. True to himself, in that he forgets himself altogether. And true to his fellows, in that he will endure anything they do to him, nor cease declaring himself the son and messenger and likeness of God. They will kill him, but it matters not. The truth is as he says. Jesus is a king because his business is to bear witness to the truth. What truth? All truth all verity of relation throughout the universe first of all that his father is good perfectly good and that the crown and joy of life is to desire and do the will of the eternal source of will and of all life he deals thus the death blow to the power of hell for the one principle of hell is i am my own i am my own king and my own subject I am the center from which go out my thoughts, I am the object and end of my thoughts, back upon me as the Alpha and Omega of life my thoughts return. My own glory is, and ought to be, my chief care, my ambition, to gather the regards of men to the one center, myself. My pleasure is my pleasure, my kingdom is, as many as I can bring to acknowledge my greatness over them my judgment is the faultless rule of things my right is what i desire the more i am all in all to myself the greater i am the less i acknowledge debt or obligation to another the more i close my eyes to the fact that i did not make myself the more self-sufficing i feel or imagine myself the greater i am I will be free with the freedom that consists in doing whatever I am inclined to do, from whatever quarter may come the inclination. To do my own will, so long as I feel anything to be my will, is to be free, is to live. To all these principles of hell, or of this world, they are the same thing, and it matters nothing whether they are asserted or defended, so long as they are acted upon. The Lord, the King gives the direct lie. It is as if he said, I ought to know what I say, for I have been from all eternity the son of him from whom you issue, and whom you call your father, but whom you will not have your father. I know all he thinks and is, and I say this, that my perfect freedom, my pure individuality, rest on the fact that I have not another will than his. My will is all for his will, for his will is right. He is righteousness itself. His very being is love and equity and self-devotion, and he will have his children such as himself, creatures of love, of fairness, of self-devotion to him and their fellows. I was born to bear witness to the truth, in my own person to be the truth visible, the very likeness and manifestation of the God who is true. My very being is his witness, Every fact of me witnesses him. He is the truth, and I am the truth. Kill me. But while I live, I say, such as I am, he is. If I said I do not know him, I should be a liar. I fear nothing you can do to me. Shall the king who comes to say what is true turn his back for fear of men? My father is like me. I know it, and I say it. You do not like to hear it, because you are not like him i am low in your eyes which measure things by their show therefore you say i blaspheme i should blaspheme if i said he was such as anything you are capable of imagining him for you love show and power and the praise of men i do not and god is like me i came into the world to show him i am a king because he sent me to bear witness to his truth and i bear it Kill me, and I will rise again. You can kill me, but you cannot hold me dead. Death is my servant. You are the slaves of death because you will not be true, and let the truth make you free. Bound and in your hands, I am free as God, for God is my Father. I know I shall suffer, suffer unto death. But if you knew my Father, you would not wonder that I am ready. You would be ready too. He is my strength. My father is greater than I. Remember, friends, I said, it is as if he said. I am daring to present a shadow of the Lord's witnessing, a shadow surely cast by his deeds and his very words. If I mistake, he will forgive me. I do not fear him. I fear only lest, able to see and write these things, I should fail of witnessing and myself be, after all, a castaway. No king, but a talker. No disciple of Jesus ready to go with him to the death, but an arguer about the truth. A hater of the lies men speak for God, and myself a truth-speaking liar, not a doer of the word. We see then that the Lord bore his witness to the truth, to the one God, by standing just what he was before the eyes and the lies of men. The true king is the man who stands up a true man, and speaks the truth, and will die, but not lie. The robes of such a king may be rags or purple. It matters neither way. The rags are the more likely, but neither better nor worse than the robes. Then was the Lord dressed most royally when his robes were a jest, a mockery, a laughter. Of the men who before Christ bear witness to the truth, some were sawn asunder. Some subdued kingdoms. It mattered nothing which they witnessed. The truth is God. The witness to the truth is Jesus. The kingdom of the truth is the hearts of men. The bliss of men is the true God. The thought of God is the truth of everything. All well-being lies in true relation to God. The man who responds to this with his whole being is of the truth. The man who knows these things and but knows them, the man who sees them to be true and does not order his life and action, judgment, and love by them, is of the worst of lying. With hand and foot and face he casts scorn upon that which his tongue confesses. Little thought the sons of Zebedee and their ambitious mother what the earthly throne of Christ's glory was which they and she begged they might share. For the king, crowned by his witnessing, witnessed then to the height of his uttermost argument when he hung upon the cross like a sin, as Paul in his boldness expresses it. When his witness is treated as a lie, then most he witnesses, for he gives it still. High and lifted up on the throne of his witness, on the cross of his torture, he holds to it. I and the Father are one. Every mockery born in witnessing is a witnessing afresh. Infinitely more than had he sat on the throne of the whole earth did Jesus witness to the truth when Pilate brought him out for the last time, and perhaps made him sit on the judgment seat in his mockery of kingly garment and royal insignia, saying, Behold your king! Just because of those robes and that crown, that scepter and that throne of ridicule, he was the only real king that ever sat on any throne. Is every Christian expected to bear witness? A man content to bear no witness to the truth is not in the kingdom of heaven. One who believes must bear witness. One who sees the truth must live witnessing to it. Is our life, then, a witnessing to the truth? do we carry ourselves in bank on farm in house or shop in study or chamber or workshop as the lord would or as the lord would not are we careful to be true do we endeavor to live to the height of our ideas or are we mean self-serving world flattering fawning slaves when contempt is cast on the truth do we smile wronged in our presence do we make no sign that we hold by it. I do not say that we are called upon to dispute and defend with logic and argument, but we are called upon to show that we are on the other side. But when I say truth, I do not mean opinion. To treat opinion as if that were truth is grievously to wrong the truth. The soul that loves the truth and tries to be true will know when to speak and when to be silent. But the true man will never look as if he did not care. We are not bound to say all we think, but we are bound not even to look what we do not think. The girl who said before a company of mocking companions, I believe in Jesus, bore true witness to her master, the truth. David bore witness to God, the truth, when he said, Unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy for thou renderest to every man according to his work. End of chapter 6, series 3